Resonant Truth presents Natural Time, Mayan Astrology for a Modern Age. I'm Lisa Starr. I was raised in the faith of the Mayan sacred calendars. These ancient cycles have been resurrected for a modern audience and called Natural Time, in part because our year of uneven month lengths is, by comparison, really unnatural. I am not here to lead any kind of revolt against the Gregorian calendar, but I do want to bring the Mayan alternative to light, and I want you to know about Mayan astrology, where the passage of time and your birthday within it has deep mystical and magical significance according to indigenous spirituality. I am passionate, I am transparent, and I am emotionally available, if not volatile. And that's because I'm a blue overtone storm. You can find out what you are at ResonantTruth.com. Today on the Zolkin Count is called White Galactic Wind, and it is the eighth day of the Blue Eagle Wave Spell. And it is the Resonant Moon, day five. And I keep doing like 10 minutes of the podcast or then 15 16 and then just being like I don't think this is what I want to put out there (laughs) starting over so this is take three and what is it I'm trying to achieve I'm trying to be mellow for my own sake I'm trying to counterbalance that while wanting to be mellow I just had a cup of black tea which is sort of my peak caffeine infusion. So I'm not very mellow right now. And I'm trying to talk a little seamlessly about integrating the white wind wave spell that came before this blue eagle wave spell. Uh, Because it is a day where we're celebrating both the retrospective wave spell that was prior and the wave spell that we're in now. I'm also trying to talk about these natural time concepts with uh, some new listeners in mind. So a new listener might not have any idea what a wave spell is still. And I just want to say, you know, it's called a wave spell because it has a shape. The shape is a wave. It's a 13 stage description of how a wave moves and how it starts off pretty flat and then it steepens and it is building toward a peak a lot like a mountain but then it rolls over and collapses whereas we think of mountains as building to a peak and then just being solidly there this wave formation is way more fluid it is like an ocean wave and so it builds to a peak in its 10th stage and then it falls apart and soon after it's over so when we are looking, feeling wave spells, when we see them coming, when we get on board, we're agreeing to take a ride. And we are also living, you know, in a distinct surging motion, uh, which is animated and alive and vibrant, rather than trying to live by a timeline, which is flat, or in a calendar grid which can look like 
fencing, you know, like I'm bound by this, this grid and I'm sort of peeking out the gaps. A wave spell is a way of being with time that feels closer to nature. And that's why this movement uh, of resurgent Mayan teaching is called natural time. Time that reflects nature and connects us to nature. Instead of like artificial time or automated time or um, fixed appointments uh, and scheduling out our days instead we're trying to jump onto a time experience that is pretty spacious and invites room for accidents that feel magical uh i also said two other times in two earlier takes i've come to realize there are many more listeners than i thought (laughs) So, hey, if you're listening, this is a huge surprise to me. And thank you. I really care about making something that people find worthwhile. If you happen to find this worthwhile, it's news to me. I am super gratified. I will rise to the occasion. I want to make something worth listening to. I want to be a little more reliable in putting these out when I said which is Sundays and Wednesdays. That's what it says on my website. It hasn't been true for like a year and a half. But I'm just like, oh, I didn't know. If I knew this number of people were listening, I would have had more stage, you know, fright and been like, I can't fuck this up. I need to make sure I get a podcast up because uh, I'm built to share this information. I'm, I'm not a hoarder. I'm not lonely. <sighs> But I mean, I absolutely want you to have a resource like this. If you're starting in the calendar or you've been alone with the calendar, that is the wonder of the internet for all of its detractions. It can connect us no matter where we are in this way. And I want there to even be more listeners now that I know how many there are. I'll bet you're wondering how many. In my earlier takes, I said how many. I'll just give it this context so you know that I'm not dealing with tens of thousands of listeners. I believe that there are maybe seven to 10 people listening. (laughs) And that's very um, undercounted. It's way better than that. It's pretty boss for someone like me who just is, I'm not a huge aspirin of fame. I'm all, well, okay. I'm so sorry that I have been unreliable. Thank you for being here with me. I am also doing my very best to be more coherent and cohesive. Like right before I took a two moon break, I was like crying on air about like the midterm loss of a child. And I just, feel like if I had known there were that many people listening, I would not have brought you on that emotional journey with me. Um, I feel like that's selfish. (laughs) So I'm sorry. Um, And I am actually doing a little better, although I think that life on earth is super challenging. And uh, if it's not one thing, it's another. So I'm living that truth. If it's not that, it's something else. It's certainly been a Mercury retrograde for the ages. 
Not to mention, like I said, I'm just in the part of the world where the weather is demonstrating climate change, you know, having its moment like a touring band. It hit the West Coast of the U.S. now with 20 days of rain, just so we don't feel left out when other people are dealing with like eight feet of snow overnight. Like, okay, cool. We have saturated hills that are turning into mudslides and just a lot of like inside time. A real winter. Part of what I deleted in my last take was I was just going on and on about what the white wind wave spell was. Today is white galactic wind. New listeners, take note. Anytime it's a galactic day, it is a reference to the wave spell that preceded this one. It's almost exactly the point of today, a galactic day, is to say, hey, I know this Blue Eagle wave spell is really forcing you into the Blue Eagle tribe's ideals and um, challenges. But don't forget, we had that white wind wave spell. And now let's take a little memory of that, the nugget of um, evolution that we create in our lives and integrate it into this evolving Blue Eagle time. And in that way, it really is about weaving. The Maya are super into textiles. The Zolkin, uh, if you look at it, is it could be like just like a deep dive into kind of the textile arrangement of threads and a loom. And they call it the loom of the Maya. The Zolkin calendar is called that, I think, in an authentic, original uh, indigenous way. So it's like we're weaving in the lessons and memories of the white wind wave spell today into the blue eagle time. And that way we're kind of putting to rest our white wind exploration for once and for all until the next time uh, the wave spell of white wind rolls around. So I went on for like 10 minutes about what the white wind wave spell was like, because it's to me quite the examination of patriarchy. And after talking about it for 10 minutes, I just felt ill. And I don't want to remember. I don't want to remember about kind of having to think about the man and the system and, you know, who benefits and who gets the stage. I don't, I don't want to. It was a journey when we had the white wind time. And part of the galactic moment isn't dredging all that up. It's more, as I said, putting it to rest. And so I dredged it all up. And it's not on this particular recording. And on this recording, we're just putting it to rest. <sighs> I mean, if you follow politics... And I guess I do. Uh, so much of that um, push into dealing with the new Speaker of the House in this House of Representatives in the U.S. was coming out of just like the same paternalistic, I'm the man, BS. And uh, it's just a pain in the ass. Like, I'm glad it's over. I'm glad the white wind time is over. Here in the Blue Eagle time, I want to start by remembering to you that we just have five days in this wave spell, and then the final wave spell, the final 13 days of the whole Zulkin 
is next. It's the blue eagle wave spell and then the yellow star wave spell. And then we start again, red dragon. New Zulkin is, it's all new fate, new karma. There's some rollover, but basically this wave spell is ending. I mean, let's say this Zulkin cycle, like I feel like they get really peaceful at the end and light and relaxed, magical. That's not my experience of this one. <laughs> so like there are different story arcs. There are fun, happy endings. And there are endings that are just the end because everyone's dead or going to prison. And I kind of feeling that ravaged version of like, okay, this Zulkin is just kind of finishing with a lot of people left on the battlefield, you know, impaled by swords. And I might be one of them. Then we're not talking about literal death, but just like, okay, I fell on my sword for sure. I don't even know if I was someone else. I think I might have tripped and just, you know, hurt myself. But just the, the chaos, the kind of constant conflictual experience that's been on high for years now. I feel like it was a Donald Trump organized rupture in world civilization towards open um, communicated conflict. So I'm just sort of rolling up here at the end of this 260 day cycle as if the hurricane came through. And uh, I, I, th I see that reflected. I see other people going through similar things. Blue Eagle is really good at giving us big vision. So what I just said could be trusted just because it is the time when you know, we have the information of how things look from on high. You know, what is the overview? I just gave it to you. It's not something I've had going in my own mind. Like, oh, <laughs> I can tell that the world is like rapidly deconstructing. People are losing their minds. Sadly, there's like no noble, sane person left to hold it together. Everyone is just, you know, in the zombie apocalypse of a sort. And getting to equilibrium is really hard. Hard. So if we're not at equilibrium, then we're likely to be kind of deflecting off each other. Um, you know, one chaotic human intersecting with another is just creates multiple levels of what we might call disharmony and it doesn't mean full-scale conflict but it can mean feeling unsettled and stressed like I'm not harmonious so with all that information what can we do what do we do I, I always say can diffuse a lot of things by awareness of them you know it's really chaotic to be confused but when you have clarity things fall into order uh, and they might still be challenges, but we have a better way of meeting them or reaching past them. We might see a through way when our challenges are in order, we can see clear passages between them. Is that the right metaphor? But if, if we just can't understand what's going on, then we don't see any way out or through. And I go through that a lot, I do. The Blue Eagle wave spell has five days left. 
And I don't spend a lot of time on air anymore being like, okay, so tomorrow is this and you can expect that. I, I expect you to look at a calendar that you bought somewhere or is online and I'm not selling you a calendar. I don't, I don't make them, but <laughs> I just, I'm expecting you to be able to find what the days are day by day. Like I don't want to provide that. I want to provide something that's an overview every few days, talking about the wave spell, talking about the moon we're in. And sometimes I'll talk about specific days that are noteworthy to me. It's very selfish. Like if I think it's worth talking about specific days, I will. But I just hope that you see the value and the the, be- the benefit of how you learn the calendar if you look at it each day. You know, you just look at the phrase. Today is a white galactic wind. And you will slowly know what white wind is. So that's a tribe and what the galactic tone is. And you'll be able to say, oh, I see it's both. Or if you listen to me, I'll say, if it's a galactic day, it also includes a whole reflection to something that was recently. Just as yesterday, which was a resonant day, Red Resonant Dragon, was a presaging forecast of what's to come, which is the Red Dragon wave spell that will start 20 days from yesterday. And boy, I'll bet you're confused right now. And I apologize. Like, how can I make this easier? It's an alien concept construct. But basically, every 20 days, each tribe rolls around. So yesterday was a red dragon tribe day and 20 days from yesterday will be again. Today is a white wind tribe day and 20 days ago was white wind, the tribe. So knowing that, I just know that the resonant days always are, you know, it's like the last red dragon day before the red dragon wave spell. That is what the resonant day always means. The last of this day, this tribe, before we have this tribe's wave spell. And the galactic one is always the first day since that tribe's wave spell started 20 days ago. Uh, if there were, if we were in a visual medium, I would be pointing this out on my big Zolkin uh, poster. And I'm aiming for a visual medium, so it's coming. But uh, that's about it, you know, in terms of where we are in Blue Eagle. Big picture vision. I have a whole bunch of my own personal material that's gone, uh, what are they, postal. <laughs> I'm, I'm, you know... I am a reader. I am an intuitive and I know this astrology backward and forward. And if you have conflict or uh, pain over time with people that are maybe family members or you are conjoined by having children together, even if you're no longer partners, you can use the astrology to look at conflict and you can understand how time passages of time can be really difficult because they represent your relationship with someone else. I think I will just detail this. I have like, on the one hand, the Blue Eagle wave spell is um, my, it's my mom's wave spell. And I don't know, you would have to read a memoir or something for you, for you to understand that she wasn't your average crazy kooky parent. She was she was really, really neglectful 
and it created a lot of damage. And so moving through the, her time, you know, unexpectedly, because I'm pretty old and I don't feel like, you know, I'm that vulnerable to those memories anymore. But in her wave spell, I'm learning once again that that arc of influence has been through my entire life and I have to make choices in present time based on that wounding. That's all good. I mean, it's very uncomfortable in the moment, but that's what natural time is to me in terms of a healing modality or a point of awareness. If we're going to be alive on earth, we might as well be really aware of our life. Um, you can be aware of like the buds of little flowers coming in after the rains, but you can also be aware of like the subtle energy of your own psych psychology or your psyche. Like to me, that's really interesting. So I use the calendar to be like, what is going on? And then, oh, Jesus, this is like mother stuff, my mother stuff. And then I work through it. On the other hand, I've also shared that like I have a dating scenario. It's pretty dynamic. And if you put our birthdays together, you get Blue Eagle. So this Blue Eagle time is also super sweet to show me, to teach me the positivity of like this new loving connection. It's kind of like the reward for all the work of having endured the upbringing I had, etc. And, you know, what wounds I've carried into my, you know, long adult life because of that. I'm having both experiences simultaneously. What I want for you is for you to take the time to identify the people in your life and maybe the people in your life history um, that have been influential and know what their birth astrology is. I think that's responsible to yourself so that you can um, heal and be awakened and celebrate when you have really dark times that there could be a reason that isn't useless. Like there could be some use to challenges that you push through, that you're on a journey of growth that just is like sloughing off um, old feelings of, let's just call them painful feelings. So please look up the mind birthday of your parents and grandparents and siblings if you have them and partners and ex-partners and children and strangers that you think you can find their birthday that apparently on Facebook <laughs> so it's the kind of thing I do is that a girl thing like a little girl thing maybe now I switch over to the part where I talk about the moon that we're in. That was sort of like, look, everyone, there are two calendars that we follow. We follow the Zolkin, which is 260 days long and has nothing to do with the earth moving around the sun. That's one calendar and has all the cool day names and it has 13 day wave spells. And then we have the 13 moon year, which is just another way to look at a 365 day year that is rhythmic and the months are all the same length 28 days and our calendar that is 13 moons starts on july 26 so it starts obviously almost the opposite time of year opposite seasons opposite energy but we are in the middle of the year 
the resonant moon that we are in is the seventh moon of 13. That makes it the exact midpoint. And in a, another week, we'll be at the very middle of the year because we'll be in the very middle of the resonant moon. What I can say about the resonant moon is that it's just a really psychic time. You're going to be drawn to wanting psychic information and being shown that there is something, you know, behind this incarnated world. It's animated by energy or spirit and that we're called to hear from spirit hear from the beyond right now to be resonant is to kind of be hollow and have things resound with us so we take this body full of bones and muscle and organs and we envision rather that our spine our chakra column is impervious to ideas about like cells and molecules and instead is just open space for a form of light to pass through and that light you know has information and it has something we can sense we can feel it so when we open our resonant channel right now we won't know what's coming through but we will know that something is and we'll know what it is because we'll feel it and sense it and we can articulate it because it we're by opening to it we're becoming it and when we are sensitive and aware of ourselves, we'll notice the change. Like now I'm resonant. I'm full of all this other <laughs> dynamic that came from somewhere through me. And so who I am right now is full of something from somewhere else. I can't be specific, but when I wax poetic and mythological, I do believe concretely, like it's just part of my belief system that when the Maya humans in the Mayan territories died through smallpox or war. So war, famine, through colonialism. Or maybe there was some other, there's a mystery about why their civilization ended. And so maybe there was some other thing that happened that was cataclysmic. But when all those souls left from the rich, um, highly intelligent, highly evolved Mayan uh, cities, states, when they took off, I believe they went to like one corner of the sky, one corner of the galaxy. They had a perception of heaven that was very refined, and I believe they went there. And I believe that when we are looking or when we're investigating the Mayan teachings as they exist in the Zolkin and the 13 moon count, etc., when we're using these names of the tribes and we're referencing the Mayan teachings with our you know, we are committing to their teachings by following their calendar. I believe that the part of heaven where they all live, <laughs> all those risen souls, I believe that we like get to channel what they want us to know. So I believe in my own sort of mm, slightly paternalistic or just parental God that comes out of probably some like pseudo-Christian implant or maybe it was Zeus you know I was really into Roman and Greek mythology when I was young so maybe I'm thinking about Zeus sometimes I believe in all of that for me but when I know that I'm going through tough Mayan cycles or illuminated Mayan times I'm like you know it's just got to be a through fair to this sort of one collective entity in space that holds
the history of these teachings. That's how I see it. That's how I, I see it and I believe it. In the resonant time, I want to um, honor that a lot of people want to have readings right now. Like it's a natural instinct at the beginning of the Gregorian year to be like, you know what, I'd like a reading for my new year. But I think it's a reflection of the resonant tone and this time of wanting to hear and be channels. So I have um, actually raised my rates. <laughs> so my special that's pretty standard is uh, first hour that you book with me whole, uh, full price and then you get three months of half price, uh, almost as many as you want. That's been in place for a long time because I really believe in what I call affordable um, clairvoyant and astrological readings. And to me, that is affordable. I live somewhere expensive, so I have my own expenses. So that's that's affordable by my standards. And I'm sorry if it feels expensive to yours. I think, again, that is why it's important that there is a reduction after you hit me up the first time in a three-month period. But I'm making a special for people that listen, that if you pair up with someone, if you both get a reading and not the same time and not together but within about a week of each other if you both have scheduled readings you know you come at me as a, you present yourself as two people that both want readings from me then you get the rate as a podcast listener of half price full price is 150 half price is 75 so I just felt like that would be something that I would always hold for this uh, you know, what are we? We're kind of a think tank. I do all the talking, but I'm pretty psychic. So I'm pretty hopeful that I'm listening with my intuitive ear and talking about things that matter to you. And I'll be even moving into answering questions um, before long. You know, I'm just going to join the movement where there's a little more interaction. Why not? And, uh, but again, if you want a reading, you just can do the special 150 and then 75 follow-ups, or you can find a buddy and both book, and then there's an instant reduction for you. And you can book at resonanttruth.com slash readings because I've been working on my website. Uh, okay, so sometimes when I'm spinning out and I feel super uncomfortable, I have to slow everything down uh, therapeutically to myself and say, okay, what are you going to do like just next? So to that end, I'd like to close with just being like, okay, well, what is next? I don't want to go through all the days to come, but I just want you to know that things accelerate and intensify when we push toward the last climbing gasp of our ascent of our wave. So the galactic moment today, this galactic day, is a little bit of a pause, reflecting backwards, and then tomorrow we're on fire. We are on fire. Blue solar night. Solar means like the sun. We're streaming. We're... Um, powerful 
you know, we are trying to be with the sun. To be solar means sun-like. So we want to get there. We're really aiming. And we are fiery and brazen and bold and um, undimmable like the sun. It's just a very hot intentional day. This is what I want. This is what I want. And um, and then there'll be the day of manifestation. But I'm, I guess I'm just pointing that out that we've had a little bit of pausing and then there's going to be some pushing and manifesting. And then the whole wave collapses. All those things are uh, imminent. And the other thing I haven't said I think I said it in a couple other takes. It's just like, I am not a Western astrologer and I don't understand astronomy very well. And I know that astrology, when it's planet-based, is about astronomy and that's super cool to me. And like a little out of my wheelhouse in terms of intelligence and how my mind works. But this Mercury retrograde we have been in has been so rocky and it's so long it is such a long amount of time to be like, my fucking phone doesn't work. You know, to have these glitches and setbacks and car accidents and miscommunications and heavy retrograde is like excavating and finding what's underneath the surface and in us that has to be brought to light. It's not just, you know, idiosyncratic, problematic, haha, I can't believe this just broke stuff. It's like, all of that and wow I'm super uncomfortable because I have this unresolved piece of my psychic history that's now in my face and the people that we love relationally might be misunderstanding what we're saying and vice versa so it's very demanding and it has nothing to do with my astrology but I bring it into this podcast because I'm so sensitive to it so I'm gonna be like well in your chart it's right there Okay, fair enough. But I'm the ambassador for people that are just moving through life and then hit this wall of experiential challenge that is very situated in the retrogrades, you know, identity. And we're, it's nowhere near over, anyone. <laughs> so I have to mention it and I have to believe that, you know, we can hold each other's hand through that storm, the storm of retrograde. Sometimes people are like, it's going to be a really chill retrograde. Well, they were wrong. That was a misprediction. It isn't chill at all. It's pretty heavy. And uh, I think I'll try to educate myself about really when it sort of ends or fades so that I don't have to be as dramatic. We made it through a lot. And it it must be heading toward its midpoint or maybe even up the exit toward the exit. That'd be great. All right. Thank you. All the people that listen really surprised me. <laughs> I'm Lisa star. I am another yourself. And in my end, we say in my cash. <laughs> <laughs>